Welcome to the Miss Peace Speaks podcast. This is another episode of the Miss Peace Speaks Spotlight, and the Miss Peace Speaks Spotlight is a series that I'm running to shine light on people that are making changes and doing amazing things in the society as we know and trying to make the world a better place in any way that they can. So today I have Mr. Shei Akinwale. Shei is someone that is super dear to me. He is one of those few, you know, you have certain people that you just feel like you never want to disappoint them. And anytime he just sees me do anything, anything I'm doing, and he says, I'm proud of you, Tommy. I just feel like I've made it. Now, Shei is the founder of the Special Foundation. The Special Foundation is a privately funded social impact organization focused on building Africa's next generation by empowering them with education. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Mr. Akinwale and the Special Foundation to you guys. Hi, so I have, you know, everybody calls you Mr. Special, Shay Special. What brought about that name? How did you become special? <laughs> Hi, Tony. Um, I, um, so my name is Shay Akimale. Yeah, you're right. I often forget my surname being Akimale and because most people call me special. Um, and I think it came it came from undergrad actually. It was one of those names that was not meant to be a positive one that I changed to having a to having a positive narration. Oh, nice! Is the, the best way I like to put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, could you do a little bit more introduction for us? You know, just what do you do? Who are you outside just being Mister Special? <laughs> All right, so my name is Shay. Uh, I'm married with two kids, two beautiful children. Um, I, ha- I went to the Abafamila University, undergrad, Cranfield, my master's. I'm currently doing my executive MBA at Chicago Boots, um, professional accountant and a senior vice president of one of the industrial, global industrial businesses today. I'm the founder of the special foundation um, which is really centered around providing access to more children and i think my life purpose is around this platform and you know i'm happy to speak about it in more detail yes and that is why i'm choosing to shine the spotlight on you today uh, as we know the spotlight um series is shining the spotlight on people that are making impact in one way or another people that are you know changing the world as we go. And um, one of the reasons why I decided to bring you on is because I am a huge fan of the Special Foundation. And I remember when you first started and it, it was something that I was like, oh wow, you're doing this. And I was very impressed. And I would like for you to share more about the organization, um, the mission of it really. Yeah. So I think, Tommy, I think what we are really centered around doing is 
educating the next generation. You know, yeah. we all complain about Nigeria, we all complain about Africa, we all complain about our leaders, our leaders are corrupt, you know, and we believe that um, the leadership crisis is, is reflective of the educational state of the country and of the continent. And yeah. so our mission is around how we can improve the quality of leadership in Africa by providing a platform where less privileged and highly talented children can be equipped with education, mentoring, leadership training to bring about a positive influence to their world. Because we think very strongly that the electorates that decide to sell their votes, it's only because of the lack of education. That's why they do not realize that the 5,000 area you're giving them today the politicians give them today for four years of bad governance. I know, It's right? much, much more expensive <laughs> than yeah. the 5000 they are collecting to buy, you know, a few um, um, rice and... Rice and... <laughs> and <laughs> rice and oil, because that's you what know, they so, give them the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's indeed sad. And mm-hmm. so myself and a lot of young professionals are, are driving this. Yeah. And our major thesis is that we believe that if the environment is going to change, we have to be fully focused. We cannot be fully focused on just our businesses. So it's yes. not our main nine to five. We have to ensure that we are all engaging to find a solution and trying to ensure we make the world a better place. I think we just want to ensure we can hand over to our children a world that has fewer problems than we met it. Mm. And that's, that's what it is. You know, the dangers of not having children in school are clearly there for all to see. We have yeah. Liberia that had lots of child soldiers, you know, and, you know, the comp- country just being ripped apart. You really can rip a nation apart when you don't have children in school. Yeah. And you, you know, that's really what, you know, the Special Foundation has been centered around. In the last four years, we've been trying to, we've, we've provided scholarship and we are continually providing scholarship to children from economically disadvantaged families. We also organize intervention programs whereby these kids can get a nicer and safer environment, clean environment, and we can spur them to increase their love for learning. We believe, Mm. broadly speaking, that um, children need to at least have a primary and secondary school education. Mm -hmm. You know, for the university education, they can decide whether or not they want to do it. But when you find yourself with a genius, you know, a child, who is an outstanding scholar. You know, we just treat them like our kids and then provide a platform where they can have a university education. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to ensure that uh, more children can be given a chance. I'm sure you know the numbers. It's over 30 million children that are out of school in Africa, putting them in a different way. Yeah, one out of every five children (laughs) globally is Nigerian and out of school. And so it's, it's, it's crazy. And yeah. I think we don't realize the time bomb that we are dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that is actually what we are centered around doing. Yeah. So I, it's safe to say that you guys are laying the foundation for education for kids so that we can build a future that is better for every one of us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's, that, that's what we have focused on. Awesome, awesome. So, um, Another thing that uh, you said you've been doing this for four years, if I heard you correctly, right? Yes. In a formal way, we've been doing it for four years. So 
before now, I used to do this, you know, over the last 10 years, just supporting the child's education, supporting that child's education, paying their school fees. But I then mm-hmm. realized that to be able to do more, you have to set up a structure where people can feel comfortable around the accountability framework yeah. and do more, else you'll only be able to do one or two. So what mm. this platform has done is helps us to be able to reach a lot more children. So right now, we've reached over 2,000 families in these last four years. We've, we've provided over 1,000 children uh, have benefited from our summer program. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and over 40 kids today are part of our scholarship program that we provide. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So what are some major successes of the foundation so far? I think it's the joy of seeing the kids and seeing mm-hmm. what their lives were and are before we met them and now that we are interacting with them. You know, mm-hmm. this is a generational undertaking that we are doing. Uh, we, we don't measure the benefits of what we do um, in the immediate term. Our mm-hmm. joy is we're looking out for this child 10 years from now. Who comes tell us that he's now a lawyer because of our intervention in his life? He's now a medical doctor. Mm. That is what we are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are focused on. I think during COVID times, I think one of the successes this period has been the fact that we've been able to set up, right now we are running the literacy program uh, yeah. in the less economically challenged environment. So largely in the northern part of Nigeria, yeah. where through the aid of literacy books, talking books and pen, where we are providing some literacy education to the children. And mm. so they are not, because these kids don't have access to online education, the private school kids are going through now. And so yeah. we're using that platform to reach out to kids. And right now we've reached out and influenced about 300 children. Yeah, that is amazing. So another thing is, you know, a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, as long as I'm good, I'm good. A lot of people don't see the bigger picture, which is what you've painted so far. You've painted a big picture like, hey, if you guys don't see that you're not educating the entire community, there's going to be bigger problems for you in future and things yeah. like that. So yeah. being yeah. that... Absolutely right, Tommy. Yeah. Absolutely right. This is a problem, and I think it's a time bomb that we are dealing with. You know, mm-hmm. the pandemic has revealed... Um, the structural, systemic structural flaws in our healthcare space. Yeah. And one of the things that we are not open and aware of is the flaws it's exposing and even in the educational sector. sector. Yeah. You know, because if we remain focused on our own kids, who's going to be our kids' policemen? Who's going to be their lawyers? Mm. Who's going to be the judges yeah. in the environment they live in? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's something we, more people need to be working to. Yeah. So um, with that being said, what are some challenges that stand between you and your mission? Like, I'm sure you have certain people that will be like, what's my own? You also <laughs> get like feedback from certain people that, uh, especially when you're trying to raise funds and things yeah. like that. What are some yeah. challenges that stand between you and the mission of the foundation? And also now that there's COVID, it has changed the world as we see it, the world as we know. So what are yeah. some of those challenges that you guys face right now? Well, I think one of the things always is funding, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because this has been funded by myself and friends from their personal contribution. Um, we've gotten a few corporates who have contributed um, um, to some of our programs over the years. 
um, but primarily being funded from our personal savings. So yeah. that, because we know that we're talking about 13 million children and we're saying that we've reached a few thousand. So mm. the, the work and the need is enormous. Um, mm. So I, I think that's one primary challenge um, that does exist. The rest, I think when you have funds, you can fix a few other things. Of course, you have the skeptics who would always um, question what the purpose of why you do this stuff is. But, you know, the way I always answer that is to the extent it's for a good purpose, uh, I always never negatively question a purpose. As long as mm. the children, because of what I say, is these children that are going to school, they don't really care what purpose you are sending them. As long as they are getting education, the society yeah. is really better off for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do you, ha- do you get, like, kickback from like some parents or even some of the children because you know yeah because you know some of the children also they must be like well i don't want to do this because i could i could be out there making money hawking because when you think about it if i'm hawking in the street i'm making money like real time but then you want to put me and lock me behind four walls for a few hours so you get feedback from people like that too yeah no we do we do And, and and that brings to my realization the fact that a lot of parents some parents say during the summertime Mm-hmm. Uh, they want their children to be okay. We we find that program a lot with our summer school, and effectively, what then happens is that we then have to engage the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some cases where um, the the I think it's from lack of education mm-hmm. where the parents are not open around having a third party sponsor the child. We have a case where a father actually as in from his ego, he didn't want a third party. He wanted the child to rather stay at home. We found that one very, very strange. But we find... That's crazy. You know, <laughs> yeah, we like, find, I'm the man of the house. You cannot exactly. let another man come and pay my child's school fees. <laughs> yeah, it was quite interesting because the woman, the, the wife saw, the mother, the, his wife, mm-hmm. saw that were advertising for scholarships for kids and yeah. she had applied. And when the kids were successful, she mm-hmm. told her husband and the husband... That's interesting, <laughs> honestly. But um, okay, so you mentioned that funding generally comes from you guys, and you know, that's kudos to you and everyone that has supported and is currently supporting you guys. Uh, I also wanted to ask because you know, there are people listening to this out there that with you painting this picture, they are interested, like, oh, how can I help? even if it's not monetary, because sometimes people feel like helping is only monetary purposes. People can volunteer, they can donate books, they can do certain things like that. So how say I want to donate, I want to volunteer and do this. How can people get in touch with the special foundation? What is the opportunity for volunteering and being involved? So I think that's a brilliant question, Tommy. Um, The first thing I would say is please um, visit our website, it's www.thespecialfoundation.org. Um, and then drop us a note, then we'll always reach out to you. Because mm-hmm. there are indeed various ways to volunteer. And it's not really about money. Your time is always more, most times more important than the money. You yeah. know, um, we have mentoring programs where we go into school um, to go talk to the kids. Yeah, I was going to mention that because I saw the one you did last year before COVID where you had a lot of people come in the classes to talk to the student. That was amazing. It was. And for the kids, it was just illuminating because for them, 
you know, in the environment where they live, their only role models are the artists, the musicians that they find in Nigeria. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so for the first time for most of them, they were seeing someone who was saying they were a lawyer because they have no lawyer in their family. They mm. saw someone who's a chartered accountant. They said, wow, mm. and they don't know anybody else who has been there. They oh, saw wow. people said they were engineers because mm. all they knew before then, the role models, and that painted the picture of what they wanted to aspire to. So they wanted to aspire to David O or whiskey or the Bonner mm-hmm. because that's the only picture they get to see. Yeah. And so what we did was just paint a different picture to them, an alternate mm-hmm. picture, and say, listen, guys, your dreams are valid, mm-hmm. and your dreams can come true. All you have to do is this, 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 this. And it was quite illuminating for them. But So you can volunteer to be part of sort of the process. You can volunteer to, to just be part of our advocacy, even just talking about what we do, yeah. bringing that information and talking about it, even talking about the problem um, and ensuring that more stakeholders are aware of the program, of the problem, is also one of the ways you, incredible ways you can volunteer. Awesome. Awesome. So I would also have that information in the show notes. So whenever anyone listens to it at any point in time, that information is going to be right in the show notes. So you can listen and you can go ahead and check it out. Go on the website, send them a note and someone will definitely reach out to you. So I want to say a huge thank you again for joining me on here and i want to say thank you for what you've been doing so far thank you for staying i understand that sometimes because i know it's just like with anything you sometimes you just have some struggles and you decide you know what i'm done this is not my problem but the fact that you choose to keep going that is very very admirable and i want to say a huge thank you yeah well thank you and thanks for the opportunity um to to talk about what we do. I think, on a, I think on a final note, what I would say to people listening is, is that don't wait till you make your billions before you start talking about and thinking about how you can engage with philanthropy. You know, because a lot of people say that I want to wait till I make my billion dollar, I want to wait till I make my millions. There mm-hmm. is no reason to wait. You only have to find a course mm-hmm. that you want to get involved in fixing is it the environment is it society is it drugs everyone has to engage in a particular course one that way they or find another. One mm-hmm. the other and then find out how you can solve it what mm. this does actually is that it gives you a reason to want to make money and then it becomes into an integral part of what you're doing and then mm. any, anything you're doing you find a purpose to it and then you realize okay i'm making money or i'm getting this so I can fix this and this and this problem in society. Because mm. except we do, you know, we will find ourselves living in very dysfunctional environments. Hmm. That's amazing. One major thing I took away from what you just said is that if you give more and then you put yourself in this before you've made that big money, it's kind of like right. motivation for you to keep right. doing more. That is amazing. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Mom. So that was Sheya Kinwale and the Special Foundation. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, you can follow me on all socials at Miss P Speaks Pod. You can also follow the Special Foundation on all socials. It's the Special Foundation. Um, I will always have the information to all this in the show notes in the description of the episode which is what show notes is anyways 
Um, so again, thank you guys for listening. Still, the podcast awards is still open for nomination. And I have my podcast submitted on there. I am under the People's Choice Awards and the Society and Culture Awards. So please, please, please nominate me, spread the word, and let me bring it home. Thank you guys so much. Till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know and do not judge me by my podcast. Till the next spotlight, take care. Stay safe. Bye-bye.